This is Jenny Allen, and you are listening to the Made for This podcast. We are so excited to partner up with our friends at Callian Wax Co. again. You can go to callianwaxco.com slash made for this. That's C-A-L-Y-A-N-W-A-X-C-O.com slash made for this. And if you use the code made for this BOGO, you can buy a candle and get a candle free. Welcome back to the Made for This podcast. This is Chloe. And first, before we get started on this episode, we just want to say thank you so much for listening in each week, for sending in your messages, your reviews, and really just being a part of the show for so many years now. None of it would be possible if you weren't on the other side of this listening. This podcast ranks at the top of the most meaningful favorite things that we get to work on week to week. So thank you so much. And this episode in particular is going to be special and a little bit different because every year Jenny puts out a free resource for you called the dream guide. So you're going to learn a little bit about that in this episode. So sit back, relax wherever you are, and let's hear from Jenny. So one of the most exciting things we do in the beginning of the year, every year, at least the last four or five, is we release something called the Dream Guide, and you guys have loved it. You guys have used it. In fact, last year, I think there were like 20,000 downloads of it. It's crazy how many of you start your year with it. And so we want you to know it's out. You can get it today. You can get it. And so, yeah, we, we're releasing it earlier and earlier because you're thinking about it and wanting to make plans to use it. So we have it for you right now. So let me tell you about it. If you've never done it or never heard of it, let me tell you what it is. It's a chance for you to reflect on the last year and to dream about what is ahead. And Zach and I have done this our entire marriage. Usually we would do it while we were driving to see family or driving home from seeing family after Christmas. And what I would do is I would just take my moleskin, which I always was journaling with at the time, and I would write these different categories. And together while we drive, we talk through, you know, how did this go last year and what do we want to do differently this year? It's everything from physical, working out, to spiritual, spending time with God, but also big ideas and dreams that we have and what does it look like to do relationships in our neighborhood better, you know? And we always walk away with probably a handful of exciting, fun things that prior to that we wouldn't have thought of. Now, some of you aren't married. You're not going to do it with your husband, but there is a value in doing it with somebody that knows you. So I would gather a few friends and say, let's do this at the beginning of the year. And maybe you do it right now, you know, before everything gets crazy. But I do think there's something so important and special about when the year turns because I don't know. I love clean starts. I love to be able to go, okay, let me wake up and start back in my routine rather than the things I've let go towards the end of, end of the year, which we, let's be real, we all let a lot of things go at the end of the year. So let's talk about dreaming for a little bit, why I care so much about that. Does God care about that? Is that something we've created on our own or does God care about it? God is a dreamer. He is a dreamer. And part of his redemptive work in the world is to have his people dream of how to make it better. Y'all, we are the hands and feet of Christ today on this earth. And the way that we redeem it is 
by taking, Tim Keller talks about taking chaos and causing thriving. And so how can we take chaos and cause thriving without dreaming of a world that is better? And by a world that is better, sometimes that's within our four walls. Sometimes that's within our own body. Sometimes that's within the greater world that God's given us. And so dreaming is such a heartbeat of God's. And you see him do it throughout scripture. You see his people do it throughout scripture. And you see people today doing it with their gifts in the world. So yes, God cares about this. And let me tell you how simple it is. It's really just looking at what God has already given you. I wrote a book called Restless, and that might be helpful for you in this, but it talks about laying out the grid that God has given you specifically in your place, with your people, with your passions, with your gifts, with your past, with your history, with your scars and stars. Like, What does it look like to take all that God has given you, the threads of your life, and to obey him with it? Y'all, it isn't complicated. I mean, it's funny. Restless is pretty simple. It's the things that are already in your life. How do you take those things and dream with them? Okay, so let me walk through some of the parts of this guide. Hopefully you're already on JennyAllen.com downloading it, but here it is in case you aren't. So we're going to talk about what we're thankful for right now in our lives. There are four categories to this guide. The first one is spiritual. And you're going to take a look at two questions first. You're going to look back at your last year and say, how did you grow in the last year spiritually? And what are your goals? And then you're going to walk through these different places of spiritual service, spiritual connection with God, um, different components of your life spiritually. You're going to work through those and process both how you want to grow in this year and how you grew last year. And then next, we're going to look at relational. We're going to look at your relationships. Who are the people that you want to invest in this year? Who are the people you need? And who are the people that need you? So we're going to look at our friendships. We're going to look at marriage, if it's applicable, kids, if it's applicable, and then also extended family, neighbors, coworkers. How are we investing in those relationships? And then we're going to look at personal, our personal health, food and exercise, books we want to read, dreams and memories we want to make, travel we want to take this year, work. We're going to look at our finances, our personal growth and education, because I think so many of these things, if you don't think ahead about them, the year goes by and you have done nothing to invest in yourself, to invest in your creativity, your work. Um, Some of the highlights of my year in the past year have been the time and the money that I've spent in investing in creativity and life coaching and people that could help me take greater ground for the kingdom this year in my job, but also my family, my personal life. And then all of us have projects. We all have different types of projects that we're working on, different types of ministries that we care about. So you want to look at your giving, but also your time and where are you spending it with the projects that God's given you and the the passion he's given you. And then we added some conversation cards, a little scripture. Um, We want you to talk about this with other people. We want you to talk about this with your good friends. If you have good friends that actually could be brought into this part of your life. And we do this with our small group. So first my husband and I do it together. And then we take it to our small group. It's so cute. Last year, my small group, it was their idea. They all downloaded the dream guide and did it together. And then we all came together and gave our answers. And it was so fun to hear the different ways we all were dreaming and to be able to hold each other accountable to those things as well. So you guys, we care about you so much. And our hope is that these different tools are causing you to grow. They're causing you to think differently, to come out of the box of the ways that you're currently thinking and to help you dream bigger. And and that's why we build these things for you. So I hope this is a super simple, fun way for you to start your year, to end this year and to start the next one. So last week I was actually at a little get together Sitting on the counter was a Callie and Waxco candle. I'm telling you guys, I am really, really picky about candles. To me, a lot of the candles you can get out there smell really perfumey, 
They don't have clean ingredients. And when I tried Callie and Wax Co candles for the first time, I was like, I'm never buying a different candle again. Their fragrances are natural. They burn longer and more evenly. They smell amazing. And with every purchase of a Callian candle, I know that I'm supporting survivors of human trafficking. They are the best gift to give teachers, friends, for birthdays, all throughout the year. And we are so thankful to Callian Wax Co. for creating this BOGO deal just for you guys. Callian candles are 100% soy candles. So they're made in the US, they're non-toxic, eco-friendly. So here you go, I'm about to give you my three top favorite candles. So obviously the pumpkin and spices is my favorite. My second favorite is grapefruit and flora. And then they have one called lemon and sage. It is the most delightful candle. So right now, all the way up until Christmas, they are giving you guys a BOGO deal. So you get buy one, get one candles. You can go to callianwaxco.com slash made for this. That's C-A-L-Y-A-N-W-A-X-C-O.com slash made for this and use the code made for this BOGO. So that's the magic. Use the code made for this BOGO to not just get one candle, but two for the price of one. With every purchase of a candle, you are doing something good in the world and making your home a more welcoming place. Well, that was awesome. And I can vouch for the dream guide because every single year, it's one of my favorite times of year to pause. And I do this with James. You can do it with friends. Especially this year, we have a added a new page specifically about emotions, because as you know, Jenny's new book, Untangle Your Emotions, is coming out in February, so it only made sense. There's a new section of the dream guide specifically on emotions. So let's get back to Jenny. She is going to encourage us that even in this process that we truly trust God with our dreams and stop grasping for control. So here's Jenny. This week, I was talking to one of my kids, and It was interesting. They were spinning about two huge subjects in their life. And it was really big. I mean, I'll I'll say this. It wasn't just like math tests, right? It was like the future of their lives. As I listened to this child tell me what was going on in their life, I stopped them and said, hey, have you prayed about this? And this is a child that would pray about it. This is a child who walks with God deeply, trusts God deeply. And immediately, immediately, I mean, I love this about this child, is they said, no, no, I haven't. I haven't prayed about either one of those things. I was like, wow, thanks for your honesty. And I said, you know what? What I want you to do is I want you to get off the phone with me and I want you to pray because scripture is clear. I love when scripture is commanding to me and bossy because I actually think bossiness is helpful when especially you are anxious. I talk a lot about this and get out of your head that sometimes when you're spinning and spiraling, you really just need somebody to grab you by the shoulders and tell you what to do to stop the spinning. So this is a verse that a lot of you are familiar with, but do we actually bring this out when we most need it? So when my kid was spiraling, I insert this verse to them. Here's what I said. Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says, do not be anxious about anything So it starts off with very clear, do not be anxious about anything. And I can't imagine what Paul was thinking when he wrote that. Like, gosh, that's a very dramatic statement to not be anxious about anything. Think of all the things, big things there are to be anxious about in the world, but do not be anxious about anything. And then some translations 
say the next word as instead, which I like. So, so it's a placement. This translation that I'm reading, the NIV right now, says but. But in every situation or instead of being anxious, you're going to in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So he's telling you what to do with anxiety. It's as prescriptive as the Bible gets here. He he lays it out. He says, don't be anxious. So when you're spinning, he's speaking into the anxiety, right? He knows when he's saying these words that these listeners, that these readers are going to at the very moment that they hear these words, they're going to go inward to their anxiety and they're going to notice that they aren't trusting God. They're going to notice that they're trying to control their lives. They're going to notice that they're spinning endlessly and that there's really no way to stop unless instead of being anxious, there is something to do, right? He doesn't leave them with just don't be anxious, just don't be anxious. That would be, oh gosh, I don't even know. That would be a horrible verse. I, you know, if it's said alone by itself, not couched in other helpful phrases, but, but he says, hey, I'm going to tell you to stop doing this and instead to pray, to present your requests to God. So this kid that I'm talking about was worried about two important things in this kid's life that were spinning and wildly going around their mind, that they could not set down, that that they couldn't figure out and they couldn't solve. And my instruction to them was, I want you to get off the phone right now. So I, I love, first of all, that my kid said to me, hey, I haven't prayed about this. I just genuinely haven't. I love the honesty of that. And then second, I said, okay, right now I want you to get off and I want you to get on your knees. I want you to physically get on your knees and I want you to present your requests, the desires of your heart to God. I want you to tell him exactly what you want to happen. I want you to say, in my perfect world, God, this is what would happen. And I want you to pray specifics. I want you to ask God those desires of your heart. And I want you to say them out loud to him. Present your request to God. That's what the verse says to do. It doesn't say quit wanting the things you want. See, trust in our minds is Give up the life that you want and just, you know, accept the martyrdom life that God is giving you. And God's not that simple. Like, yes, pick up your cross and die. You have to be willing to walk the road that he puts before you. And no, we cannot control that. We rarely ever can control our circumstances. However, he does say, I want to hear what you want. I want to delight in the desires of your heart. I want to hear what you wish would happen. I've got a plan and I'm going to work it out. But the mysterious thing that happens when we set our desires before God is a relationship happens. Instead of grasping and manipulating, we're saying, hey, God, here's what I want. And so I just want to say to all of you, like, you have a God that desires to know your desires, that that wants you to trust him with your heart, to trust him with the things that you hope for and wish for. For some of you, that's marriage. For some of you, you are middle of your life and you want to still get married and you've been afraid to pray that. And I get that because it may not happen. It hasn't happened and you can't totally control that. And so I just would say, do not be afraid to keep praying that, to keep asking him for it. There are times it's a no, right? I mean, there's just, we all know that. I don't have to say that. There's plenty of times that what we want, we don't get. And God is powerful enough to give it to us, and yet we don't get it. And and we are grieved by that. And that is where grief comes in, where we aren't afraid to feel the longing and the desire that that was unmet, that that we didn't 
get what we wanted, but it's about the relationship. And something mysterious does happen when we bring our desires to God that we we build this trusting relationship with him. And what I love is that Jesus was on earth and he empathizes with our weakness, right? Like he he actually knows what it feels like. Now, I know we're talking about silly examples and some of you, it's that you feel like you want to have children and you can't, or you want to get rid of the diagnosis that you have and you can't. Like this is not happening for you. Believe me, I'm in that world right now with so many people that I love dearly, so dearly. And oh, I mean, I want to fix it for them. I I mean, it's just not going to be fixed. And so I know what that feels like too. And what we have in Jesus is we have a God that empathizes with our weakness, that understands our desires and our longings, that, that knows what it feels like to not have what we want or even what we need at certain moments and yet to to still trust his father, right? I mean, the ultimate picture of this is Gethsemane. He's wanting to avoid death. He wants away from it. And he asks his father, he says, God, spare me. Take this cup from me. If there's any way, if there's any other way to accomplish our will and, and desires to redeem these people, would you would you take this cup from me? And And then he says, but not my will, but yours. And rather than grasp his own life, he lays down his life. He says, Father, whatever you have for me, it's not my will, but your will. It's it's the ultimate trust. It's the ultimate, you know what, this may not go how I wish and I'm still in. I still love you because where else am I going to go? Guys, that's, oh, I mean, it's, it's the painful reality of our lives that we would open our hands and say, God, I'm yours and I'm going to go where you call me and I'm going to do what you call me to do. Dream Guide is completely free. And in the back of the guide, we even created some conversation cards for you to do it as a group and other resources like that. If you go to jennyallen.com slash dream guide, you can drop your email in and download the PDF free. You can share it with your friends. We are just really, really excited to have this in your hands and we want to hear from you. So go to jennyallen.com slash dream guide, drop your email and download the Dream Guide PDF so that you can walk into 2024 with intention and prayerful planning and maybe some creative out-of-the-box dreaming that God has put on your heart.